Welcome to Two Ages in the Facts, where University of Georgia's Family Consumer Science agents, Leslie Weaver-Thomas of Chatham County and Carrie Vandiver of Ware County, host friendly discussions on reliable, relatable, research-based topics on real-life issues. Hi, Carrie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? Great. How are you? Great. Are you refreshed and relaxed and I, had a great break? I had a great break. I don't feel relaxed. <laughs> I feel like I need, like everybody always says, a, a vacation to, you know, recover from my vacation. My Christmas That's is true. still up. Um, by the time this episode drops, though, hopefully it'll be down because the I I keep my Christmas decorations up through Epiphany, so that's okay. January sixth. So um, okay, tomorrow tomorrow it's it's all coming down. Okay, so everything's still kind of like okay. an explosion at my house. How about okay. you? Are you <laughs> my um, my Christmas stuff is down just because I always take it down for the new year just to start the new year mm-hmm. fresh and clean and mm-hmm. so, but um. We had a great break. It was nice. It was relaxing. It was long too, and I don't mind it. It was nice and long, so um, it was a good break. So we enjoyed. I saw a meme that said, uh, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something like, "I've got to go back to my job. I've already forgotten what I did." <laughs> Everybody had a long break. It seems like it was like that when we came back to the office from COVID. It was like, okay, what do I start? Like, what do I touch? <laughs> like, what file is this? <laughs> So, yes, but see, today we're going to talk about how for 2024, how to get back in the groove, and we're going to talk about time management. Time management. Yes. Don't we love to manage our time? Um, I love to do it. I don't do it well, so I'm looking forward to your tips. Okay, so uh, this could be found, uh, this is from our very own um, new retiree, Mr. Michael Rupert. Did I say his last name right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we're going to talk about time management. So for, so for some people, they may say, you know, time management um, is kind of like, we can't manage our time. Like, how do you manage time? But we manage ourselves and the lives and our events um, in relation to time. So today we're going to explore 10 strategies that can help uh, us be more effective when we manage our events in our life. Um, Finding these strategies that works best for you depends on your personality, your culture, your circumstances, and your priorities. Uh, That being said, you must look critically at yourself and perhaps confront some difficult issues or habits, okay? I don't have any difficult (laughs) habits. No, not at all. You're great with with your time management so (laughs) this can refer to a range of skills right uh techniques uh used to manage events in your life uh relation to time so here are a few alarming truths carrie shifting task reduces uh uh the productive time by 40 percent all right yeah so like shifting tasks and product productivity 40%, 40%, you're down. That right, this it. is like my number one difficult habit is that I am constantly shifting tasks. Even but if I, I think I'm not going to, I still am between like 
uh, talking you know to people what? I'm supervising and then looking at my email and then trying to get ready for this program. And then, oh my gosh, my kid's birthday's coming up and all this stuff is do, 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 do. But I don't know. I don't know how you cannot switch a task. Like, I feel like that's how I'm getting the day done. Like, I thought I was doing good, right? <laughs> Maybe not. I was multitasking. It's me. Okay, we're going to talk about that. All right. So shifting tasks reduces productivity by, by the produces the time, reduces that time by 40%. It takes 23 minutes to get fully back on task after an interruption. So let's use that example. If you're in here, you're doing your emails, you're committed to that. Um, and then someone comes to your door to ask a question or have a conversation, it's going to take us 23 minutes to get fully back on that task of getting through that inbox of emails. So I'm sorry that I keep interrupting you. No, um, you're fine. I'm shifting tasks. But I, <laughs> this actually makes me feel better because I thought that that was just me. I thought okay. that I was the per. I like I was the problem. I thought that no, I. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought yeah. I was the only person in the world who could not get right back on task. So this does make me feel yeah. better about Yeah, yeah. Life. That Well, get this. The average person checks their phone 58 times a day. Cool. Now, I will say, sometimes I'll put my phone in the drawer. If I'm really trying to get things done, like a report or data or whatever, I'll put my phone in the drawer to kind of just give it a second. Um, now phones, they have all these features where you could put like, uh, do not disturb or focus time or what have you or alarm or, you know, alert of some sort, but I'll try to put it away. But I can't believe 58 times a day. Poor time management can lead to stress, illness, and lack of accomplishment. Okay. okay. Practicing good time management skills result in higher level of productivity, more energy, less stress, and the ability to get things done, positive relationships, and increased self-esteem. But what happens if you don't practice good time management? Um, do we know people that just have really poor time management? Uh, do you yeah. know any? Okay. All right. I so. mean, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't see that about you, but I get it, right? We all have our quirks when it comes to this. So here are 10 strategies to for better time management. So here we go. First My nine-year-old thing. too. I mean, I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> He also doesn't, but I don't think this is for him. But yeah. <laughs> well, these are maybe some things that we could practice with our little ones to kind of get them on task. Okay. You know, I always tell CJ, you know, don't tarry. And I hear him telling his friends, come on, don't tarry. Like, stay on task. <laughs> don't task. Or I say, move expeditiously, right? Like, so, trying to kind of start with them at a young age, uh, a sense of urgency to get things done, right? Yes. So, here are some 10 strategies. Uh, number one, know how you spend your time. Meaning, know yourself. When are you the most productive and most alert? How long does it take you to complete a task? When do you take time for yourself? And when do you tend to overcommit? Now, myself, I'm a morning person. Not this week, just because I'm trying to get back in the groove. But personally, I'm the kind of girl that likes to be in the office by 7.15 or 7.30 before anyone gets here. Because I can get a day done by 12. <laughs> That's just me, right? So morning time. All the chatting after that. Yes, I'm down the roll <laughs> after that, right? Because I can do emails. I can do all my major tasks that I need to do before 12 o'clock. Because after 12, I'm going to get random phone calls, random emails, random things that people need to do in the office. So my pro I'm not going to be that productive. Mm -hmm. um, ask yourself, how long does it take you to complete a task, right? Um, when do you take time for yourself? That's a big one, right? Taking a second to kind of relax to say, okay. Let me recover from this before I get to the next one. All right. And do we overcommit ourselves? 
often yeah. sometimes, right? Number two, set priorities. Clean living space, traveling, time with friends, networking, self-care, etc. right? Figure out what's important to you when it comes to time management. I don't know if you noticed, Carrie, but um, you know, TikTok is sometimes a guilty pleasure. I've been noticing all these families, moms, dads, they are not really big on housekeeping. Have you guys seen those uh those videos? Like where a, parents where they say normalize having a messy house and yes and when they say this they're saying you know we have three kids we'd rather spend our time hanging out with the kids doing adventures instead of cleaning now the health looks extreme which i couldn't function in that mm -mm. but I'm getting stressed just thinking about it that's what <laughs> but they put somewhere <laughs> yes but people really believe in like you know what we're not our parents we're not that generation of all this cleaning and keeping a tidy house we're going to live in our house. We're going to experience things outside of the house and we'll clean up when we get time. That's I think cool. they're pretty brave. I think just like you said, the different things work for different people. So <laughs> good for them. <laughs> uh, next thing. Have you guys ever seen uh, the jar of life concept uh, where you're putting all these items in like a mason jar, pebbles, sand, rocks, stones, um, or I'm sorry, you're putting all the objects in and then you're filling the objects up with sand. And when you're filling all these objects in, like with pebbles and rocks and things like that, um, the sand is the little things that you really, really admire or really enjoy, right? Sometimes the rocks and the stones in life are work, reports, homework, uh, after-school projects. But that sand would be, you know, spending time with family, um, taking time for yourself, reading that favorite magazine that you don't get to read all the time, watching that favorite TV show. Um, and it's okay if that sand is truly our priority. Does that make sense? I think so. I I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I wish you guys could see Carrie's face. I'm trying face. to fill up the jar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, Carrie's face looks so puzzled. Like, oh my God, what are my stones? <laughs> so I, 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 that's, that's a way to look at it as well. Number three, use a planning tool. Beyond the typical calendar, there's apps. Build your phone um, into your put your phone or your email to make your reminders. Um, sometimes we have broken time management apps. Um, there are like a few different categories. So, you know, you can find apps for habit developers, time savers, time trackers, task managers. Um, there's banking apps and groceries apps and such that can kind of help you navigate your time management or say, you know what, I'm going to save time in the grocery store. I'm going to shop from my app first and I have it all ready for pickup. Or instead of going to the bank, sitting in line, I'm going to do my banking on my phone or from my desktop or what have you. Um, personally, for me, I'm a note list kind of girl. I love to make lists, right? Checking the list off for me, that helps with my time management. And it makes me feel like I accomplished something as well. Okay. I think um, um, this, this is a good tip. And I, I believe we talked about this before, but just mm -hmm. I think this is a reminder for everyone. It, if I don't, Put things down on my calendar or in my planner then I feel like chaos because yes. I, even if I know what I'm supposed to be doing it's like for, for me this is not everyone but I have to see it there and and I've gotten mm -hmm. to where even on my work calendar which we Leslie and I both supervise um nutrition mm -hmm. uh, program assistants and and they mm -hmm. are required uh mm -hmm. through their jobs they have to put every hour on their mm -hmm. calendar is supposed to be listed what they're doing. And in our positions, we're not required to do that, but I've started doing that because it's really helped me Helpful. Um, say like, 
because because like I said, I'll start, I'll get, be getting ready for a program and then I'll get distracted by this other thing that's maybe two weeks away and start doing it. And then I haven't gone back. So I've started blocking out like, all right, these two hours are to get ready for whatever program I have coming up or whatever thing I have. So I've started doing on my work calendar hour, not every day, but I'm trying to do hour by hour, even if it's just like an admin block. And then I'll say, all right, in this, in this block, you're doing payroll, you're uh, checking your email, you're signing things that need to be signed. You're, I'm, I'm blocking out every hour I can in my work calendar to make me focus better. I'm that's, I'm working on that for this year. I think that is, I've, 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 I write everything on my personal calendar, like my hand calendar. And then I have learned within the last year or so, it's so important to have that same copy, like electronically. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and, it's lists live. I mean, I wish you guys could see, but I, I purchased like little notepads and things that are list oriented that I can write things down, post the notes. That makes a difference when it comes to time management. And um, I some people say two. a diary or a planner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That works I have, too. I have a little planner, I have the electronic calendar, and then we mm-hmm. have on our refrigerator a family calendar, and there's a monthly calendar. Right before the beginning of the month, I put everything on there and then there's a weekly calendar so that it can get even more detailed because, you know, the, the bigger your family is, the harder it is to manage, not just like your work life, but your outside of work life. And then your husband has a work schedule Uh and the kids all have different activities and they all go to different sitters and they all have different schools. And so, ah! (laughs) so we have, I'm like plannered up everywhere. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, leads us to this, get organized, right? Having these planners and planning tools helps towards organization. Removing the clutter too um, is getting organized is a, val- a valuable task. Time management experts say that we spend seven hours per week looking for things um, or being distracted by clutter, right? And this is according to the Missouri Business Development Program. Uh, keep, give away a toss, okay? Keep, give away toss. Now, you remember I mentioned those families earlier? I don't see how organized they could be in clutter per se, but I get the concept of living life and I I get that, but it's just like, how can you function in there with all that stuff going? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So keep, give away, or toss is one method used uh, often to remove clutter. It involves a simple three-part question for each item that you touch. Do I need to keep it, give it to someone else, or throw it away? Some questions to ask yourself before you toss. Do I really need it? Will it help me in any way? And will it be useful uh, when I need it again? Is it new or is it unique, right? Um, We also have an amazing program called Find, and that is focusing on the necessities um, within your dwelling that our fax agents um, give out within our local counties. And it does have this whole concept of keep, give, away, and toss. Um, personally, Carrie, I have a whole closet that has a moving box in it that I have not touched since we got in the house. And I really just need to throw the whole box away. Yeah. Because if I've lived without it this long, I don't need it. Oh, we've talked about that before. Like, if you if you look at it and then you feel like, okay, I need to keep it. And then a month later, you still haven't done anything with it? Throw it away. It is time. Yes. Leslie, I Thank- follow this group on Facebook that's like a declutter uh-huh. group or something like that. And this lady, I guess it was a lady, this person, I don't know, posted um, 
I think I saw it yesterday, where last year they made a commitment to themselves to, uh, because, you know, if you think about a whole closet or a, mm-hmm. or a room or a pantry or whatever, that sometimes is daunting, especially if we're talking about time management and we feel mm-hmm. like we don't have the time anyway. But this person made a commitment to declutter one thing in their house per day. And they did a like 365 day chart. And then they even, they had it color coded so they could see what room it was in. So like they had a a system. It was really cute. A system for each. If this was the kitchen, if this was the pantry, if it was a closet, whatever, it said what it was. But so she was able to then go back and, and see her progress at the end of the year and say, look what I did. You know, look how I, um, feel so much better and and can, you know, like a, a, oh, what's the word I'm thinking about? Not reward, but like a, I don't know. She could be proud of herself because she could see on paper, yes, I did this. And yeah, I did it. And it's a sense of accomplishment too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And so that's a good time management tool. mm -hmm. Just saying like, okay, I want to do this. I want to feel more organized. So I want to get rid of some things. However, I do that. But I don't have the time. But if I can just do the one thing per day, at least. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Well, it leads us to our next thing. And you already kind of said it. Schedule appropriately. Block out times for your high priority activities first. Only schedule about 70% of your time uh, to leave opportunities for creativity. Right? Mm. It's kind of interesting because you're like, oh, I'm 100% creative, right? Like I need all my creativity. But it's saying, <laughs> but I think within that creativity time, sometimes we get lost in the sauce and lost in space mm-hmm. and we can't focus at the task at hand. So it's saying schedule 70% of that time to leave for opportunities for creativity. Um, Alan Lakin, Lakeland, in a, he's in his classic time management book entitled How to Get in Control of Your Time and Your Life states, Uh, There is always enough time for the important things. The busiest people are able to find time for what they want to do, not because they have um, any more time than others, but because they think in terms of making time by carefully scheduling. I think it's important to schedule personal time and work time. Um, And I think you have to do your best to do so. So I like that. Uh, six, delegate. Get help from others. Sometimes we feel like we are Superman, Superman, Superwoman. We can do this. I don't need any help, right? Or don't worry about it. I'll do it myself, right? We need to delegate to get help from others. We need to identify a task, match the task to a qualified person, okay? Define the task, right? Uh, establish an expectation, of that task, right? And then check on the progress and review the success, reward for success. I think delegation will be great. Okay? Seven, stop procrastinating. Chronic procrastination is considered considered to be uh, a lifestyle for about 20% of people. Chronic... (laughs) Chronic procrastinators promote tour self-protection by telling lies to ourselves right we just <laughs> yeah. oh we're gonna get to it i know i can handle it i can handle it my favorite one is i work better last minute right oh, yeah yeah <laughs> i said that i put up my best stuff you should see the papers i created in college yeah. last minute 
staying up all night. I, I produce my best stuff when it's the last minute, right? Uh, we are actually seeking seek distractions such as constantly checking our emails or visiting social networks, social media, social networking websites. Procrastination has costs, right? Uh, one cost could be health. Procrastination had you can procrastinators have. I didn't. I did not know this, guys. Carrie's mouth is wide open. Procrastinators have more colds. I've had blues, a cold for the last two months. <laughs> insomnia and gas intestinal problems I had no idea I don't have those <laughs> teamwork well I guess the stress of it all can make you gassy yeah. I, I would guess so <laughs> and gas is tough and then teamwork procrastinators they shift their responsibilities onto others uh, and others become more resentful now I have experienced this right so it matters when you when you are working with others or you're procrastinating, you're going to say, oh, of course, other people are going to say, well, have you got it done yet? Well, don't worry about it. I'll just do it. Right. And that's going to make me feel I do that, way. but I might. I don't know. No, I don't think you do that. I'm just, I'm just saying. So these things happen. All right. Eight time. I mean, manage time wasters. Now, what can be time wasters? Emails, unexpected visitors, meetings, family obligations. I don't know how that could be a time waster per se. But handheld devices. Now, I will tell you this. One thing I loved about the pandemic was working from home, I didn't have any interruptions. Mm -hmm. I could get it done, right? No one was coming to my door. I didn't have people popping up in the office. I can get it done. Um, emails, you need to set a timeout for your emails. Our emails can take over our whole day yep. if we let it, right? But we need to set a time off where we put emails maybe on do not disturb, or we have a certain time where we're going to answer emails for that day. Um, so that way we just don't have time wasters. And of course, phones could be a time waster, any kind of handheld device. Number nine, avoid multitasking, which I thought multitasking was a good thing. So it says focus, oh, concentration. problems in the beginning. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I just, <laughs> you know, focus, concentration, and time. Working on a computer while we talk on the phone talking on the phone while we drive home from work or work at your desk during lunch. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Part of my commute, I feel like if I can get a call at my, our poor coworker, Terry, especially when I recently we had a conference and I was the main planner of the conference and mm -hmm. Terry had to spend a lot of time on the phone with me and I would say, all right, I'm going to drive home and call Terry. And that would be, yeah, so I'd be like, that's working because we're talking about the conference and getting stuff done. What do you mean? I don't know. About I, that. Think, I think <laughs> I think I think I think they're saying being present per se, enjoying your ride home, I guess, right? Enjoying the music, focusing on the road, possibly okay. not being distracted um by your phone conversation that making other things may happen on the road. But I'm like you. I feel like if I can get in the car and get a few calls in, I'm winning for the I'm day. Everybody's hands free. Exactly. I Looking feel like I'm getting road. things done, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Last last one, number 10. Stay healthy. Practice good nutrition, okay? Um of course, using my plate as a guide, making half of your plate whole grains, um half your grains uh, whole grains. Say it again. Making half of your grains whole grains. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, half my plate whole grains. Half <laughs> making half of my grains whole. <laughs> um Half of your plate, fruit and veggies. Yeah. Uh, go with a lean protein and avoid fad diets, right? Oh boy. 
And I, that's I a good message in itself right here at the beginning of the new year. Everyone, listen, avoid bad diets. That's true. They are not a long-term success. And I would say that's a great time waster too, because <laughs> sometimes we're thinking, oh, I gotta go buy all this stuff. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And it's like, child, just eat. follow my plate. Yeah, it's eat better. healthy, smaller portions, <laughs> right? Like, go do it. Go do a crunch. You're fine, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> we need to keep in mind that you won't become a new person overnight. Probably the most difficult aspect of time management is holding yourself accountable for practicing the skills you've learned day after day. Check to be sure you're meeting the goals you define within the time frame that you establish. Ask yourself over and over again. Uh, what is the best use of my time right now? Routinely check to see if you've uh, kept your commitments that you've made to yourself and to others. Identify one to two times uh, when you did not follow your time management plan. Acknowledge this to yourself. Recommit and honor it. Your health and well-being depends on it. In the end, time management is really self-management. To be successful, uh, you've got to take a stand for what's important to you and actively pursue it. Um, it is not just you not just dream about it. And I think this is big for um, not just time management, for, but for all your tasks or for all your goals, truly actively pursuing it. And after a while, it's like, hey, I didn't even know I'm doing it. It's just a it's just this, a way of life now. Does that make sense? Yes. And I like that. Take a stand for what's important to you and pursue it. Yeah. Yes, I think so. I yeah. think so. That's okay. That's my goal for this year. Yeah, it can be done. Time management. It can be done. <laughs> it can be, be done. done. <laughs> I'll report back to y'all at the end of the year. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> okay, what's next? All right. So, Leslie, this next thing is kind of about me which I'm about to get into but it's about I I feel like just like with our holiday gift giving list right things mm -hmm. that we list that we make for ourselves can be beneficial to others too so here mm -hmm. we go we're going to talk about healthy habits for 2024 okay um and I want to start out by saying you know just as a reminder to everyone so many of our programs and resources are always perfect for a new year new year style discussion mm -hmm. um from eating better to decluttering and anything in between, Extension has a lesson available for you. In fact, if you're ever looking for a specific topic or you're not sure what you're looking for, but you know you'd like to host a lecture or a series on wellness, then you should definitely contact your local Extension office to see what programs they offer. And that's not just in Georgia, that's across the nation, friends. There's yep. cooperative Extension offices available for you. So give, give mm -hmm. us a call. And now that I've put in that little plug, uh, call me at 912-287-3456. Shamelessly. <laughs> all right. So all that is uh, leading into this topic, I promise. So, you know, um, I don't, I think you know this, Leslie, I'm not a big resolution maker. Do you okay. do New Year's resolutions? I don't do like resolutions, but I do, um, I I am a I I am accountable. I I notice certain things that I may need to change for the year. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. That's I haven't had a Coke all 2024, and I have the shakes, and I have doing alternatives. So 
That's okay. a start. All right. Well, that's good. I, mm-hmm. I, um, yes, me too. We <laughs> did. Um, so we, I don't train my children to have New Year's resolutions, but we stopped um, at a little lunch spot in Charlotte, to North Carolina, okay. on our way home from our annual snowboarding trip. And outside of the restaurant was a sign that read, New Year's resolution, eat more sandwiches. So okay. Wells has, my nine-year-old has adopted uh, that as his New Year's resolution. He thought okay. really a great idea. And so far, he's uh, just like you with your no Cokes. He's doing really well. He has had a sandwich a day since January 1st. Very cool. And he's real proud of himself, you know. I ate a sandwich today. Okay, but and it could be a healthy sandwich. It could be all kind of stuff. Very yes, cool. yeah. Sandwiches, you know, for the most part are especially with a nine-year-old's yeah uh, palate. He's not putting a lot of high-fat stuff on his sandwich. So yeah, it's a pretty, pretty yeah. healthy decision yeah. he's made so far. Um, so even though I typically don't make resolutions um, like Leslie, I do always try to challenge myself to make changes that will help me grow. And maybe make me better at something I'm doing. So I've reviewed a few lists of other folks' suggestions of how to make yourself healthier this year. And I'm going to share the top four that I'm going to use for myself, you know, because it's 2024. So four um, that I hope to implement. So the first one is live like the Japanese to the best of my ability. Okay. That sounds strange, I'm sure. But um, this was suggested in a national public radio list of nine ways to get healthier in 2024 without trying very hard. So that immediately, you know, sparked my attention. (laughs) This is for you. Okay. Yes. Um, In a separate article, the station's correspondent, Yuki Noguchi, reported on how easy it was to make healthy choices during a recent visit to see her family in Japan. All the cities are walkable. The fast mm-hmm. food and convenience food is fresh food. Meals are vegetable heavy and everything in general is designed so that healthy choices are automatic. Mm-hmm. I often go on and on because y'all know I'm from like a rural Georgia town. But mm-hmm. so when I'm in bigger cities, I go on and on about how amazing it is to be able to walk from place to place and how um, even convenient food choices are so much better than, you know, the offerings uh-huh. in, in smaller places uh-huh. uh, because it's so much easier to get something fried <laughs> where I am than it is to get something right healthier. Um, but according to Noguchi's article, even the healthiest cities in the U.S. do not hold a candle to the Japanese culture of wellness. Uh-huh. So um, can I completely change my lifestyle to match those of the people in Japan Probably not, but I can take steps to be more like them. I can start walking places more like I used to before I had three children. I live right in the center of Baxley. I really can walk anywhere. I can walk to church. I can walk to the grocery store. I can walk to things. Mm -hmm. Is it sometimes dangerous because the highways are large and people speed even on residential streets? Yes. Did I yesterday uh, scold someone driving way too fast past the playground where I was pushing my baby in a stroller and my other kid is on training wheels on his bicycle. Yes, I did. I have to always do that. It seems like. Good for you. Yes, good for good me. For you. They slowed down. Um, but the change has to start somewhere, right? So I'm going to get back to walking more to okay. the store, to church, to neighbor's houses, the library, wherever. Also, I'm going to work more on providing foods made from fresh ingredients and less preservative filled foods. And I'm starting by declaring January, clean out the freezer and pantry month. So I'm not wasting anything that we might have 
uh, in store, but I am purchasing minimal groceries and getting rid of those things. Um, so they're less successful, I suppose, in my house. In the long run, it's going to take more planning and shopping, but that's what we teach. Right, Leslie? It's it is. Point. Yes. So so I can do it because that's I what think I you can. tell people to do all the time. So I can do it. I think you can. Um, and I believe you all can too. All right. The second one is to make art. The same NPR article encouraged that you should find the time to be creative. Mm -hmm. Primary care physician and author Jeremy Noble's study is followed um, that making art or even viewing it reduces levels of the stress hormone cortisol and increases levels of the feel-good hormones like endorphins and oxytocin. Noble says that practicing your creativity can help keep you from feeling lonely. Hmm. Um, and I think that we all may feel some sort of loneliness from time to time. I mean, mm -hmm. I do. Even when I'm overstimulated from work, my three kids, a dog and a husband, I can still feel a little lonely and all that because you're alone you know you know you feel alone in in your silo and the things that yeah. you're doing in that unit right um wellpower.org addresses that loneliness is a serious health risk on physical and mental health quality of life and longevity so while connecting with others is the main solution it may be that sometimes we need to explore creative outlets to combat the loneliness wellpower.org suggests that you try hobbies that you put that put you in a flow state or something that uh, gets that you get so into that time just seems to vanish because you're so absorbed in whatever it is you're you're doing and obviously if you're gonna do that you want to block it out on your uh -huh. schedule <laughs> sure, uh -huh. this is my this is my creative flow time or whatever like you said yes um, making time for yourself yes yeah um you just want to be able to fully enjoy whatever that experience mm -hmm. is. So I do feel, uh, I feel this flow state, like when I'm on my bike or exercising, mm -hmm. but I want to strive to find some creative outlet this year that will give me that same feeling. I don't know what it is yet, but um, maybe it's learning to play the ukulele, which by the way, I did not get those lessons for Christmas. So <laughs> what else? <laughs> it's not too late. Like you never, you never know. Valentine's day is coming up. <laughs> All right. The third one is practice self-compassion. Uh, this is another suggestion from wellpower.org. And this could involve meditation, therapy, self-empowerment, reading, and things like that. But for me, I'm just talking about giving myself the grace that I give others. Okay. I am my own worst critic all the time. This past year, I found myself saying, that's not fair. I did do X, Y, Z or well, I am actually pretty good at that thing. I'm too hard on myself about every little thing I do and say, but I'm getting a little better, obviously, from what I just said. Uh, there, there could be 100 people standing around cheering for me, and I would be telling myself how crummy I am, which I was just telling Leslie a story about my son, who is the very same way. And it frustrates me to know that he's like that, but of course he is. Where did he learn to be that way? From his <laughs> silly mama. Um. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to believe in me and I'm going to tell myself that I'm doing a good job. It's as simple as that. Just, you're doing okay. a great job. Okay. Kira, you're doing a good job. Leslie, you're doing a good job. We're doing a great um, job. There, there was a, a meme or a song like, uh, I can't remember what it was on social media, but it was like, 
you're doing good. Like you got this, like you have to, you have to kind of just encourage yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what this yeah. is. Just encourage yourself throughout. That's the it. Year. So that's, that's it. it. All right. And the final one is to experience more. Um, the U S national science foundation reports a study that says a variety in daily experiences improves mood and how the brain generates that improvement. That includes going to new places and trying new things and even just doing things differently from day to day. Um, so like even, so I'd say, I think when you experience more, one, I want to travel more, right? Mm -hmm. But it can't always be travel more because there's a, a budget, mm -hmm. uh, element there. But so like you, like you were saying earlier, maybe I'm driving home and I'm enjoying that experience more. I need mm -hmm. to find ways to enjoy the experience of mm -hmm. my day-to-day -day life. Pick mm -hmm. something out that is new that you haven't noticed before or mm -hmm. that brings you some spark of something. So that's um, just feel the experience, not always be rushed to do the next thing, but like be in that experience, whatever it is, like even recording this podcast with you right now, you know, like find the thing that makes I just told Craig that I'm going to work on being more present, right? Just enjoying the tiny, small things, like mm -hmm. for sure. Just, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to um, be grateful for what we're doing. Yes. I, this, I was thinking, like, listening, reading about that yesterday made me think, I am grateful for my job because we get yes. to do different things every day. Yes. And, um, so that is good. Um, we need to plan to travel more, we need to plan to experience more. But then, like you said, we should just stop and smell the roses. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. just, it's right there mm -hmm. with you. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. enjoy that moment. So. I remember, I never forget one day I was um, washing clothes. And because I was working on being present and I was thinking, you know what? There's someone right now who's lugging clothes to a laundromat mm -hmm. and or just lugging something. You know what I mean? Like how grateful how blessed I am I just, laundry space. Oof, yeah. just to have a washer and dryer that works it's functioning and those little tiny small things we take for granted but there's a family right now that's like oh my gosh we have to do the laundromat tonight I gotta wash sheets I gotta wash all these loads of clothes and yes. that's small to us is no luxury but really it is like mm -hmm. something just that tiny mm -hmm. um and even with work you know we're human work can be frustrating but how grateful and how great is that we have income and we have a job, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there are people right now that will say, I'll take your job today. You know, yeah. if you don't want it, I'll take it. So just being present and being grateful and even that mindfulness that that matters. And I'm working hard to have that all 2024. Yes, so, me too. I'm glad you said that. So that that's it. That's my four. I hope that, that it's, uh, those are helpful for. And everybody. for the record, you and my mom are on the same thing. She's working with the neighborhood watch to get speed bumps coming down our main street, their main street, because she said there's too many dead animals. No, I just don't understand anyone speeding through a residential area. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. anyone speeding through town. There's a speed, yeah. there's a speed limit. Slow yeah. down. Yeah. And then if you want to on the highways, whatever. But yeah. if there if you're in an element where there yeah. are cars coming in and out, where there are people potentially kids playing with balls, anything that can roll out or anything like that. Slow mom, down. <laughs> mom, mom, feel my, my mom and from your neighbors are like stopping traffic. Like they're, they're like a patrol. Like they have this they have this whole proposal. It's very impressive. Just saying. So <laughs> go for it, Carrie. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's oh, good. Man. I like that. That's, those are some pretty healthy habits. Okay. All right. So one more topic and we'll okay. let you go for, for this month. Um, It's about to be tax season. Whoop, whoop. And I think we did this plug last year, but I wanted to go ahead and get it in there mm -hmm. again because it's coming up. But um, tax season means you have to get your income taxes completed and you have to send them into the IRS and you have to pay them something or you have to accept the yes. money back from them, which is what yes. I pray is what everyone will be doing. Um, but I want to talk to y'all about the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program and the Tax Counseling for the Elderly Program. That's VITA and TCE. Mm -hmm. um, VITA and TCE is a program that allows you to get your taxes prepared and filed for free. Free. It's free. Free. The program is coordinated locally by volunteers from one or more community-based organizations Volunteers are certified by the IRS and must pass annual exams to prepare tax returns. And all tax returns go through a quality review process before being submitted to the IRS. So this is legit, friends. VITA mm -hmm. volunteer tax preparers are trained and certified by the IRS to prepare many types of tax returns, including those claiming the earned income tax credit. All VITA TCE volunteers who prepare returns must take and pass tax law training that meets or exceeds IRS standards. This training includes maintaining the privacy and confidentiality of all taxpayer information. In addition to requiring volunteers to certify their knowledge of the tax laws, the IRS requires a quality review check for every return prepared at a VITA TCE site prior to filing. Each filing season, Tens of thousands of dedicated VITA TCE volunteers prepare millions of federal and state returns. They also assist taxpayers with the preparation of thousands of facilitated self-assistance returns. There are many cooperative extension offices that serve as VITA hubs, so you can call your local office to see if they participate. Weir County Cooperative Extension will be continuing its VITA program this year and for the second year in a row, we're partnering with our local Coastal Pines Technical College's business school to increase our tax prep volunteer base and ability to complete more returns for our community. And I know there are other Very um, nice. extension offices in Georgia that are adopting mm -hmm. that model this year, too, that are getting mm -hmm. more volunteers. So we're able to expand our reach. We're doing mm -hmm. more and more tax returns, free tax returns for our communities. This is a great, awesome program. Yes. Um, and it's not just extension offices. Like I've already said, there there are there are organizations throughout the country that are doing um doing this work. So um, County, we don't have Vida, but our local library does. Right. So there's uh -huh. usually someone in every county or at least a county near you that is uh -huh. that is doing this. And you don't have to be from the county where it where the program is housed. Um you just go and it'll and it'll, <laughs> it'll be done. Uh -huh. Um every Vita sites hours of operation and preparation method may vary, so you'll need to reach out to your nearest site for their details. If you're not sure if there's a Vita site near you, you can use the IRS's Vita TCE locator tool at irs.treasury.gov uh, slash free tax prep or call 800-906-9887 to find out. But if Sounds you're looking good. for somewhere to get your taxes done, check out this free option. 
And taxes are expensive. Mm -hmm. You're going to think we may need to roll over to the Vita. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a, yeah. Taxes are expensive. So that's good. Well, sounds good to me. I think we gave all the tools for 2024 just to get started. Oh, yeah. We got more tools for the rest of the year, so don't stop listening. But these are, <laughs> are good stars. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we hope that you guys enjoyed the episode, and we hope that you are going to utilize time management. We hope that you're going to have healthy habits and be present. And, again, taxes are coming. Yeah, Bye, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. Thank you, Leslie. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Agents and the Facts. We will drop new episodes every second Monday of the month. Find us on your favorite podcast app and follow us on Facebook. The University of Georgia is an equal opportunity, affirmative action, veteran disability institution.